listening to Inside Healthy Teens by Apricot Consulting, a series that draws on the experience of experts to unearth the principles of personal and team leadership. For more information, go to apricotconsulting.us. Welcome to Inside Healthy Teams from Apricot Consulting, revealing conversations with execs designed to provide leaders practical insights to build healthy organisations which strengthen their competitive advantage. I'm your host, James McHugh. I'm the Head of Corporate Social Impact at Apricot Consulting. And today I'm joined by Sarah Downey. Sarah is currently the CEO of the Shared Value Project. She has an extensive background in advertising, communications, media, digital and CRM experience in the for-purpose sector. She's previously held the CEO position of One Girl and is still involved as a non-executive director. And now she joins us here today. So thank you for joining us, Sarah. Thank you for having me, James. It's great to have you, Sarah. And our discussion today is on the topic of shared value, which is a business strategy designed to solve social issues profitably. So Sarah, welcome. Great to have you. And tell me a little bit about you, Sarah, your background and your connection with the Shared Value Project. Well, thank, thanks again for having me. My, my background is a little bit woven. So I spent quite some time in advertising and media uh, working with corporates, uh, big corporates often uh, across the spectrum. Uh, and then looking for my own purpose, I guess, uh, I took a full 180 and found myself in the not-for-profit sector. So for eight years before this current role, I was leading uh, not-for-profit and community organisations. And I think potentially having seen both sides really drew me to this sort of funding challenge at not-for-profit have in particular. We have some really significant meaty issues that we're trying to deal with from a societal perspective. And I realised in leading those community organisations that the funding models were really difficult to work with. They weren't sustainable um, and importantly, they weren't scalable. And so I looked back to my, my corporate experience and thought, gosh, you know, with all those assets and resources that they have, if only we could put the power of the corporate sector to use, uh, you know, to, to solve some of these issues. And lo and behold, found that that wasn't a unique idea. In fact, it existed and it was called shared value. And, and that's what drew me into learning more about shared value and, and why I'm here today as the, as the new CEO. Great, Sarah, and and thank you for that. And um, obviously, with COVID nineteen and uh, the you know the recession last year, the the corporate world has had to change a lot of things about the way that we work, and we've had to rethink the way that we do business. What are you seeing uh, regarding that overlap between the social and environmental impact uh, and in the corporate world? Well, I think, you know, to be frank, if if there was ever a more poignant wake-up call to recognise the interdependency between the health of society and economic progress, wow, 2020 certainly gave us that, that shot in the arm. So I think from a shared value perspective, you know, we're we're optimistic because the year that was has actually, you know, increased people's attention and, and focus to that, that interconnectedness. 
uh, and started to at least, you know, escalate the conversations to the boardroom about around things like ESG and what are we doing. And obviously that is beyond COVID-19. I mean, we started with the, bush, with the bushfires, um, you know, before we even got to the, the pandemic. So on the positive side, you know, we're seeing... Uh, we're seeing more focus, which is good. We're seeing at least more conversation. I think what I'm in particular really looking for now and what I'm hearing certainly from the community is how do we put that into practice? How do we actually make this real? Uh, so we know perhaps that that we need to be doing more, but how do we do more? You know, it seems to be the, the big question. And that's that's a much better question than why should we be doing it in the first place, I think. Yeah, great. And Sarah, for some of our listeners that's, you know, maybe, you know, would be familiar with maybe CSR, but not so much with shared value. Can you give us a little bit of a, I suppose, a, a description of what shared value is? Yes, of course. So shared value looks to redefine the role of business around a simple but powerful idea uh, that a company's success and social progress are interdependent. And this this thinking, this kind of uh, this this concept of shared value, originally came from Michael Porter and Mark Kramer out of Harvard. Actually, they wrote an article around shared value in 2011, so that marks 10 years of shared value as of this year. Um, and very simply, shared value and not shared values, as some uh, might uh, misunderstand it to be, is really thinking about sharing the value. So creating commercial value whilst creating societal value and looking at the inter interconnectedness of those two things. So, you know, put very simply, um, a health insurer really will benefit from its customers being healthier and for communities to be healthier. So a societal, create societal value can also create commercial value. And that's the difference between, I say, corporate social responsibility. That corporate social responsibility is looking to use uh, profits of the company that's been created to do good. Shared value is looking to create profit whilst creating societal value. Great. Yeah, great. And that's, that really, really, I suppose, articulates the difference. Uh, I'm sure you get a lot of questions as to I do. Well, what's the difference? Um, so that's really great to hear. Um, and so, you know, Sarah, you are, you know, new to the role of CEO at the Shared Value Project. Um, but can you tell us a little bit about the, you know, the history of the Shared Value Project and, and why you guys exist? So shared value, I mean, I guess in a lot of ways, we've just sort of talked about a definition. Um, and I probably, you know, suggested in that definition that this was a that this was a really new thing. But if we think about it, you know, the idea of creating societal value and commercial value at the same time is not is not new. You know, if we go way back to how businesses created themselves to serve their community, they always started with an with a with a customer need. They always started with trying to serve the community. It's just perhaps over time, this kind of profit mantra has taken centre stage, and we may have lost sight a little bit of the original purpose of of many organisations. So it's not perhaps, you know, a whole new concept, but sadly it is a concept that we may have got a little distracted from and we're trying to bring that back. And given the world in which we live in, the heightened issues that we're trying to address globally, the Shared Value Project 
really deeply believes that business has a really significant role to play. It, it believes that government and the not-for-profit sector uh, need to continue to do all that they can, but we actually do need to bring the private sector to the table. And if we get that tri-sector collaboration, we will unleash, you know, great wads of resources and assets that, that frankly, we haven't thrown at these challenges before. So because we deeply believe in that, you know, our mission really as the Shared Value Project is to inspire businesses to take on shared value. We look to inspire them, um, enable them by giving them the tools and and uh, and theory and training that they need to take on shared value. And we also look to convene them. So bring, you know, like-minded organisations together as a peer community so they can learn from each other share what's worked, share what hasn't worked and what some of the issues are in trying to adopt a shared value approach, particularly when we're working with um, often very large uh, organisations that have many departments and many levels that they're trying to create essentially a, um, a change uh, management you know, approach in, in terms of building in a shared value culture within the organisation. So, you know, our role has adapted o over the years, um, but we uh, fundamentally look at training and resources and education. Uh, we look at events. Uh, we, we reconvene um, organisations around key issues that they can work on together. And as I said, we really bring this community of like-minded um, organisations together to lean on each other. Fantastic. And Sarah, you and I were talking just briefly off air before that in some ways COVID has created or furthered that conversation around how big business can play a role in social and environmental impact, which I think is, you know, if there is a silver lining there, that, that is incredibly exciting, I think. Um, and, and, and so, and so Sarah, uh, why should, you know, for the for maybe the executives or the business leaders that are listening to this uh, podcast right now, uh, why should companies who don't currently have a shared value business strategy, why should they consider uh, shared value? There's, I guess there's two sides to this, to this coin. Um, so one one side is sort of a more pessimistic thought process, mm. uh, but you know, but but it exists, and that is the risk of not thinking about a shared value approach. You know, if we continue to kind of think about um, purely profit uh, driven strategies without taking that kind of wider stakeholder lens, without thinking about the communities in which we operate and the the broader you know needs of the customers in which we serve. You know, the risks of, of continuing to go down that path are very, you know, potentially very damaging for, for businesses from, from a performance and a, and a profit perspective. If we continue to think about only supporting issues that we care about with an altruistic mindset, you know, we'll just never put the scale of resources towards fixing those problems. And, and in my experience, the needle just doesn't shift with that approach. So, you know, where, well, I'm a firm believer that really this is sort of the only way forward is that we do need to just start to re-engineer business um, in such a way that it considers the society in which it operates as well as, and by getting those two things right together, by finding profitable or market-driven solutions to some of these big issues, we do provide some a way for business to get involved, be responsible, but not have to sacrifice profit 
Because mm. I don't think that's fair either. I don't think it's fair that we say in a capitalist world that businesses are somehow going to operate without making money. I mean, mm. even even though it's obviously completely unrealistic, it's also not scalable. Yeah. So yes, please make money out of trying to solve these problems. Because if you make money, then you'll keep doing it. And as soon as you know there's there's an issue, you won't stop supporting supporting that issue. So I think it's really it's a very critical um, shift that needs to happen because I'm really scared of what happens if it if we don't shift in that direction. But there is there is an, um, a more optimistic answer to that question, and that is that there's huge opportunity to be found, yeah. um, and that is in essence Michael Porter, one of the creators of Shared Value. He's the you know, he's the guy who's, who did five forces and was all about competitive strategy. And there is a reason why competitive strategy is at the heart of shared value, because we do truly believe that there is competitive advantage in in strategies that involve shared value. It, it can make supply, change, supply chains far more um, robust um, and, and, and far more sustainable for the future. There is innovation in new products and services that can be created. There's new markets that are untapped. So there's a there's a this is a huge opportunity for businesses to get it right, and there's value to be to be created for the business. And there's there's a real risk if if we don't start thinking along those lines. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it is. It's a super exciting. Uh, it's super exciting field, and I think. Um, uh, there, there's more and more evidence, I suppose, to see uh, that is showing this that the benefits of shared value, which is you know just reinforcing that message, which is which is really great to see. Um, uh, for the leaders that are sitting there and you know uh, are listening and are considering you know what could shared value mean for their company, what should they consider first before embedding a, a shared value strategy into their organisation? I think. The first thing to consider really is just sort of does come back to purpose. And I think that word is something we're obviously hearing more about. We, you know, sometimes an easiest way to talk about shared value is that it's the how, you know, if your purpose is your why, then shared value can be your how. So I guess having some clarity around your purpose about the the, the true role that your organisation is there to serve society um, the needs of the of the customers, and uh, that that's probably a good place to start in considering shared value. I think, to be honest, James, a lot of people when they think about shared value, kind of you know feel like it's a mountain to climb. And I, and I guess you know our job at the Shared Value Project is is to just you know find really accessible on ramps for mm. people and just say, look, it can it can start from anywhere in the business. You know, very often. You know, it, it can start from a, a few passionate individuals who really kind of do see the opportunity to, to use their business as, as a force for good. Um, so starting where there's passion, starting where there's clarity of purpose is, is always a great, you know, place to start. Um, testing something out, having a pilot Sometimes we suggest using sort of a CSR budget, if you like, to kind of de-risk an initiative and sort of fund a pilot so that it can have the freedom to uh, be tested. And then when a business case is truly formed, then it can sort of go into the, the core body of the organisation and, and know that it's going to be self-funded. So there's ways for it to interact, I guess, with the, with the other 
social impact uh, parts of the organisation. Um, but in essence, I think, you know, my, my probably my words are just to, to get started. You know, I, I think we all feel that we've talked a lot mm. about the need and, uh, and sometimes it is just about um, having a go and, and that's what we're here for. We're, we're here to help organisations that just think, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, help us get started. Yeah, great. Have a go, get started. And you talked about the on-ramps there. So for business leaders listening, uh, how could they get involved in the Shared Value Project? Reach out to us. To, to be honest, I, I think is is probably the easiest and, and simplest way. Um, sharedvalueproject.org.au is, is our website. Um, you know, just, just reach out, get in contact. We've got a masterclass series coming up, James, which might be a great way for people who just want to learn sort of the theory of shared value, but also all the examples from all over the world of how shared value is working for all kinds of organisations. That might be a really, you know, useful way for people to start. Um, but having a conversation with us, perhaps even talking to some of our members and hearing what they do, they're probably all good ways to think about uh, learning more and getting started. Fantastic. Well, Sarah, uh, our time is up, but that is a, uh, a fantastic kind of introduction into Shared Value and what the Shared Value Project is doing. So thank you for joining us and sharing your insights there. Um, Sarah did mention it, but for more information about the Shared Value Project, uh, please visit their website, sharedvalue.org.au. And thank you to our listeners for joining us on Inside Healthy Teams. If you enjoyed today's podcast and wish to check out our other episodes, please rate and subscribe, or you can head to our website or LinkedIn page. Just search for Apricot Consulting. Thanks for listening to Inside Healthy Teams by Apricot Consulting. We hope you found it helpful. And if you did, it would help us if you could rate and review this episode on your podcast platform and subscribe for more episodes. For more information, go to apricotconsulting.us.